Whether it's enjoying a four-course meal with a white linen tablecloth on a railway as you cruise through a national park, or maybe you're going for a three-course meal in the woods at an inn and spa, or are you going for some homemade strawberry rhubarb pie and Swiss cheese. Whatever it is, if you like hiking in Ohio and you like enjoying some food before, during, or after those hikes, join us on the inside for this new episode of our Midwest Adventure Season on the Hashtag 59 Podcast. podcast season five episode four still in ohio mm-hmm. the midwest adventures continue and so far uh really it's the ohio adventures but soon to change soon to change so today uh on this podcast episode as you know we've done uh switchbacks and sandwiches in the past we almost for this season yeah. I threw out, I wanted to do, what, what did we call it? Trails and tacos. Yeah. We really got, the, we like our puns. I like, I like puns and I like the food pairing with mm-hmm. the outdoor activity. Yes. We might need to get back to that. It might be season six, but, yeah. but so either way, today's episode is a little, uh, we got a little energy flowing from this food pairing thing that we like to do. Uh, but what we've done in this episode is... Put together some hikes in Ohio that you can do pretty much year-round. Most of these hikes are Mm year-round hikes and areas to explore to show that the Midwest does have some great adventures. We did not include... I thought you were going to say the Midwest is the best. Hashtag. You know what other hashtag is always on there as I've been doing a lot of Midwest hashtags for this season is Midwest is cool too. It's kind of like, wah, wah. It is cool, but I don't like it. I don't like that vibe. Like, hey, California. Hey, Maine. We we got it going on here, too. Well, we do. And so with that, we're going to jump into some of these hikes and some of these places. And, of course, the meals that we got going on. But, oh, what I was going to say is we are not including two different groups in this hike before you start jumping in. One, next episode, our last Ohio Midwest Adventure episode, Jill G is going to be running through a continuation of the Seabus Metro Parks, which we've been doing a lot of. So those are not included. And then we did not include Yellow Springs, John Bryan, Clifton Gorge. Why did we not do that? Because we've done a blog on it. We've done a podcast episode on it. Matt and I... You already know they're super sweet. That's why. Everybody knows. So these are some other spots in Ohio that you can hike and maybe take up one of our food pairings with. Cool. You ready to go? Let's do it. Let's start really fancy. Okay. We're going to go to Ohio's only national park, which is Cuyahoga Valley National Park. It's in Cleveland. This is an interesting park. It weaves in and out of neighborhoods, and it has a lot of different ways. to. It's not a 
glacier or Yellowstone where you could go get lost in there for several days at a time. But you can go in and out of that park. I've been there several times. We've been there once. And there's a lot of cool different hikes, biking activities, nature activities, and today's food pairing, a little bit of a fancy way to eat in the park. Yeah. So let's start with the hikes. That sound good? Yeah, you start with the hikes. Brandywine Falls. This is an iconic waterfall, one of the best waterfalls in the state of Ohio. You can park right at the parking lot and walk all the way down the stairs to see views of this. You can also park several miles away and do a trail connector that will lead you all the way there. This hike is really all seasons to me because Mm -hmm. winter you get those icicles on the waterfalls. Spring, the winter runoff. Really probably late summer would be the only time that the waterfall is not just coming down in an iconic way. Sure. So that's my hike in Cuyahoga Valley that I love. My second hike is if you've never been to the park, probably something that stands out about the park that's unique. There's tons of great walking trails there is uh, the ledges. The ledges is taking southeastern Ohio and the the caves and the rock formations of Hawking Hills and other spots in southeastern Ohio and West Virginia and transplanting that into this one little spot in Cuyahoga Valley. Mm -hmm. I remember you and I going on that hike once and kind of talked about like, oh, this is like Hawking Hills up here. Yeah. It does feel like it's extended there a little bit. I mean, I know that you opened with this, but it really is interesting how the park kind of, when you're driving in, you go in and out of the park, in and out of neighborhoods, in and out of the park. And um, I I think that's interesting. It's really unique in that way. The other thing that I think is also a nice outdoor activity that you can do nearby here is there's skiing. There's also a triathlon that goes through the national park. So you can, I've done biking there before, Uh but the last thing we want to talk about this national park overall though, I mean, it's, it's a if we lived in Cleveland area, like it would be a great place to pop into consistently. It connects with some of the Metro parks there. I think there's some camping and stuff there, of course, because we have some friends when we did the, Green Canyon Whitewater, who always go up there and go camping. The Ohio to Erie bike trail runs through there. It's a cool area. So, really nice national park. Uh, But let's talk about how we're going to eat there. So, when looking a couple things up, we have not done this. No. But it's called Dining on the Rails. And there's, of course, a train where you can eat on the train. You can both do lunch and dinner. A brunch. And, and a brunch. And it seems kind of fancy. Like, it has, like, a white tablecloth and glass glasses. It seems pretty nice, to be honest. Like, one of the dinner menus is, what is it? It's a four-course option, Yeah, I think. it's, like, feta-crusted salmon. What? Or mushroom ravioli. Yeah, it's a whole thing. And there's a, there's a drinking cart. All sorts of stuff. So, I think, you know, if you're going to go up, make a day of it, have some fun. Um, I don't really know, honestly, how far the train goes, but it looks like it's just kind of a fun excursion if you're in the area. Especially if you have kids, I think it would be a fun way to let them experience it. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm into it. Well, we've done, so we, in Conway, New Hampshire, we took a train ride. You loved that. I loved it. And when I went to Peru, Matt, Greg, and I took a train from uh, Cusco to Puno, which was like an eight and a half hour all day excursion through the Peruvian mountains. I remember sending you stuff, and you were like, I want to be on that train. Yeah. Well, you know, I want to take, you can take a train, like, all the way across Canada. Yeah. Like, that is on my bucket list. I don't know what my obsession is with trains, <laughs> but I like it. I think it's really cool. So, anyway, dining on the rails, if you Google that, you'll be able to find the different options there in Cuyahoga. Pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Ohio's only national park for now. Yes. Uh, let's go to one of our old friends. Hawking Hill State Park. Yep. Probably probably the most well-known hiking spot, maybe, other than John Bryan in the state of Ohio. I mean, it should be, but I guarantee there's so many people here in Ohio that haven't been. Yeah. And when driving from Columbus or whatever area you're driving from, you get to Hawking Hills, and it's like a whole different area. It Super really close. It, it kind of butts into the Appalachian Mountains of West Virginia and Southeastern Ohio. It's like the beginning of it, mm-hmm. if you will. But it's a place that we've explored endlessly. Mm-hmm. Probably been there 30, 40 times yeah. in our lives. Yeah. Easily. I mean, we've gone a lot. And it's just, it's absolutely beautiful no matter what time of year. Like, that's one spot that winters are, I would say, just as beautiful yeah. as the summer months. And the fall and the fall there is great mm-hmm. if you're a leaf peeper. Yep. The Buckeye Trail, which circles the entire state of Ohio, also runs through there for a piece. I've done some different section hikes there during the day. But probably my favorite hike, it's actually technically not part of the state park. It's its own nature preserve, mm-hmm. but it's... Like, within the state park is Conkles Hollow. That would be my favorite hike there. Super dicey in the winter. Super big payoffs, though. Mm-hmm. And what would be your favorite hike in Hockenhaus? Man, I like them all. I, I think, though, that you have to go to Old Man's Cave. It's yeah. overpopulated, right? Like, if you go on a weekend, it's going to be tons of people. But it's where you get the... And it's not much of a hike. It's more you walk kind of down into Well, the, and you can weave the around the cave, though, and make a good couple yeah. miles. But you just really get the essence, I think, of what the whole area is about on that, on that hike. Now let's talk about the food. Of course. Okay. Okay. One, you're coming, you're keeping it cash. Yeah, if you want to keep it cash. We're going to get ice cream and sandwiches at Grandma Faye's. Yes. So it's kind of a road side, I guess I would say like general store. Yeah, you can also get batteries and you can get a lot of postcards and stuffed animals. <laughs> it's it's quite a I mean it's it, it's anything you might have forgotten you can get at yes. Grandma Face. I would say lots of times when we've been hiking or sorry, camping there, we have stopped there because we have forgotten something. And um they have a little bit of everything. So they have a big sign out front that talks about their ice cream, so make sure you stop there. Everybody's really lovely. Now, let's say we want to go Yes, fancy. So, so lots of times we camp, but otherwise we go to the inn and spot Cedar Falls, which is a really um, nice inn. In fact, it's really wonderful if you want to kind of make a weekend of it to go hiking during the day, relax. It's a, a, a cute little inn that, you know, you don't really have cell phone reception. I mean, you're kind of out in the woods, 
but it's it's very nice. And they have a restaurant. Um, I don't does the restaurant have a separate name? It might. But if you go to In and Spot Cedar Falls, you can see the restaurant there. And it's a fancier kind of dinner. Can you tell? Uh, I was talking about white tablecloths before. Yeah. But you can get um it's a many different course the kind of meal and they have local beers there, local wines, and um And if you stay there it breakfast is included, so they have granola and fruit and all sorts of stuff in the morning. It's just if you like inns and the and the the B and B experience, it is a super nice it's cool spot. Yeah, it's yeah. really cool. So I would definitely suggest that and the people that work there give hiking recommendations. And all sorts of stuff. You so like it so much. We went there on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day for a few years in a row. Yeah. And when we originally planned our nomad road trip. Yeah. I wanted to The first thing you demanded go. was, yeah. like, we were going to leave in June or May, and you were like, well, we have to be back. For New Year's. New Year's Eve. Because that was just a tradition, and it was just so, it, I mean, there's nothing that's happening there specifically no. for New Year's. It was just kind of a really wonderful way to... In a very comfortable setting, wake up in the woods mm-hmm. on, you know, the new year. So I might be adding that back into my plan. I forgot about that. <laughs> Stay tuned for uh, for New Year's. New we'll Year, New Year's Midwest Adventure, bougie style. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna uh, talk about Ohio's national only national forest briefly. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> Wayne National Forest, which I think this is not an one probably unfortunate thing about Ohio is only having one national forest. I don't think I've been, right? You have not been I there. So. California has 30. Now, I know California is a lot bigger than Ohio. But what's nice about national forests is there's free off-the-grid camping. Their pets are always welcomed. And it's kind of – well, you know, there is, some, there is some stuff about it. it's not as protected. The land is not as protected. If you're – Looking to get away from crowds and into the woods and do something fun in the woods, it has a lot less rules and regulations for I think van life, your camping, your dog, yeah. um, compared to national parks. But like hiking wise, things are usually not marked. They're not. Well. No, you really have to know where you're going for the most part. I'm sure yeah. there's some that are really wonderfully marked. And there's there's give and take with that. Yeah. So so I do think the national forests are a nice <clears throat> option. And, and they're t- they're typically not like these jaw dropping things like we see in arches in Utah or Zion because those have a higher level of protection. But if you just like going for walks in the woods, national forests are a really nice option. So Wayne National Forest has a couple different sections in, around, and near Athens, Ohio, and old your old friends at Perry County. Yeah. I've gone there uh, two different times. Our old podcast co-host, Amy Kay, has gone there a couple times. In fact, had a big backpacking plan and got to the first water cache, and it was out. So they wound up car camping because they had a dog. I read that. So this stuff kind of happens in the forest. But I've done the Wildcat Hollow Trail, which has two options. One is a five-mile option, and one is a 15-mile option. I did a 15-mile option. Really nice uh, markings throughout the entire trail, white white markings that we view around nothing special and iconic about it other than it's a five or 15 mile hike in the woods. Yeah. So that's 
I've never been there, so I have no um, food pairings to go with that necessarily. But as far as I would say, you would bring your own food. For okay. This one. Do some car, do some car camping or not camping. So. And I, I only say that because I think for a good ten miles both ways that I remember, I don't even remember seeing like a town, a house. But if you are if you are going to go to the Athens side, Athens, Ohio has a lot of super good restaurants sure. in and out of it. So uh, go visit Ohio's only national forest when you get a chance. And depending on what your activity level is, pick and choose between the five or fifteen mile Wildcat Hollow option. Great. Let's talk about cheese. No problem. Okay. Okay. We're going to Holmes County, friends. For those of you who are unfamiliar with Holmes County, it has the largest populate, densely populated group of Amish living in the United States. Left um, over, I, uh, Pennsylvania gets a lot of chatter about huge Amish po- populations, but Ohio's Holmes County has the greatest condensed population. Really? I thought mm-hmm. it was in Ohio. Holmes County is in Ohio. No, the greatest po- dense population in Ohio. Ah, Yes, Holmes, in Holmes uh, County. Versus the United States. No, it's in the United States. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah. learn from the new folk. Yep. Fun fact. Ding, yeah. ding, ding, ding. Great hiking trail there, or biking trail, or running trail. It's a rails-to-trails, converted railroad, 16 miles long. It also connects with the Ohio to Erie, but it goes in and out of a couple different towns. I did the whole thing once, and it is the only trail... Maybe in the United States as well, but certainly in the Midwest for a Midwest adventure, that the only things you can have on there are your feet, your bicycle wheels, or a horse carriage. Yeah. Which is super unique. So the Amish use it as a transportation system as well. You cannot have a car. You cannot have a scooter. You cannot have a moped. But you can have a horse-drawn carriage. So when I was hiking and biking on it, there was bicyclists, trail runners, hikers, dog walkers, and a lot of uh, Amish families coming and going uh-huh. uh, in their horse carriages. Yeah. So it's pretty super unique. I think it's really, if you haven't been to Holmes County, it's a really wonderful way to see firsthand a different culture than you're not used to. And I think, you know, there's no escaping it when you get up there because that's that's what's around and so I think that it's a really great opportunity for both old and young alike to go and explore something that you may have not been part of before. Agreed. Let's uh, talk a little bit about your food experience in Holmes County. (laughs) Excuse me. Yes so in Holmes County they are known for their cheese well they're known for a lot of things but they're known for their cheeses specifically Swiss cheese which I never really thought I liked. And I am a cheese aficionado. And I did not think I liked Swiss because it is really potent. It's a real potent cheese. But it's but the Swiss that they make in Holmes County has a very mild flavor. And so there's tons of restaurants um, in the area. A lot of like small cafes that we were actually, I think, a little bit too impatient to wait for. Um, or we didn't have reservations, so we didn't get to go to a lot of the like more well-known, made from scratch meals. Yes. Think, think fresh pies baked that morning. Yeah. Cheeses that have been. And a lot of um, 
what I remember is like, I guess I don't know how to categorize it, but it's like gravy and biscuits and egg noodles and kind of heavier food. Certainly not a whole Comfort thirty. Food. Yeah, certainly not a whole thirty friendly place. <laughs> no. But a but all all real, all made from scratch. We might have gone to the Dirt Dutchman there. When I was just looking it up, trying to decide we've been to one outside of Holmes County too. Yes. But it's just more of like a buffet style. We definitely I mean, went to the Dirt Dutchman there. It it had a it had a and that was, you know, it was pre pandemic, so I don't know what the buffet scene is these days. <laughs> but um it was just a lot of different food. But um for one of our other meals, we actually went to what I think was a working farm, and they give tours there. And when you go into, like, the kitchen, the last portion, they show you all of the different foods that they make. And you could buy anything that they were making. So we bought minestrone soup. We went to a big um, cheese place and bought a ton of cheese. And so we ended up just eating that for a meal in our little Airbnb. And it was, I mean... That block of Swiss we ate was huge. And it was great. It was so good. But they had music at night on the streets. And I think it was just a regular weekend. I mean, they really have a lot of um, wonderful activities for tourists. So it's definitely an experience and a fun long weekend if you haven't been there before. Nice. Beyond just the, I mean, and then the hiking is just a bonus. Yeah, there's a lot, it's a lot of rolling hills there. So it, it, it attracts a lot of bikers and trail runners as well into the area because yeah. it's probably it might be the hilliest part of Ohio. Okay. I, Man, I really leveled up on that cheese. Didn't yeah, I? my you, whole energy just went. Yep. Up. She's a cheese aficionado. <laughs> I like her herself. Self self describe. <laughs> uh, let's let's round out with two places we haven't been, okay. but uh, heard great things about. One, our friend Kimmy Yo always goes here. Christmas Rocks State Nature Preserve. Mm-hmm. She says it's her hidden hiking spot when you know the crowds are going to be in Hawking Hills. You know they're going to be in the metro parks of Columbus. It's east of the city, right? Like yeah. Lancaster area? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, raves about it. She says it's the best hiking spot in the area. Huh. Never been there. Nope. And then... Going up to Youngstown, Ohio, our friends Courtney and Josh are very involved in the outdoor and nature community there, putting on a lot of kids' events within the metro parks. And Mill Creek Park is pretty consistently rated one of the best hiking spots, top two to five, depending on lists that you find, which not a ton of top Ohio hiking lists, mm-hmm. uh, but there are several. Mill Creek Park. Always, always making it on there. So I think if we ever went up there, we would be calling Courtney and Josh to find out the best trails there. But those are, that kind of makes a nice round area of Ohio for some of the different ways to explore and go hiking. And most of these, if you're in like the Columbus area, are just a couple hours. I mean, they're really not that far. Yeah. I'd say Youngstown's probably the furthest away. from us and that's like four hours so really any given direction you go everything's Mm -hmm. relatively close at least certainly a long weekend yeah able to drive i think that's it i think that's it that's a lot of good uh hiking in ohio and a lot of good food pairings to go with it yeah it is yeah it is so we're coming back with one more midwest adventure in ohio episode 
we are going to do part two of our Metro Parks. We've gone to more. Yep. Our dog code epoxy's gotten ticks at several. <laughs> I don't know if that's where he got them, but he definitely has gotten some ticks. Yeah, he might he might have. And we'll be back very soon with that. So parting words, Jill G. Mm-mm, get out, do something fun today. Okay. Friends, thanks for listening. We will be back very soon with our next episode. If this is your first time listening and you'd enjoyed it, uh, give us a subscribe and click to get our future episodes. We have a Patreon page that we're grateful for your support on. And our website, hashtag 59.com has all of our past 100, over 100 podcast episodes, over 150 outdoor adventure articles, and has our trash cleanup event schedule. Signing off, wishing you good vibes and adventure wherever you might be. Peace, love, and, of course, a little bit of dirt.